The Swagger Podcast and its owners and associates take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of this league or the podcast, and opinions between guests may conflict. This podcast does not endorse anything as the truth. That you have to judge for yourself. But we try to speak the truth on the owner's behalf and reserve the right to question the supposed truth. We fight everybody in this bitch breakfast. We won everything. In a near motherfucker is swagger. You fuck with me, I know that for sure. This week's podcast is brought to you by Chloroseptic. Chloroseptic Cherry Sore Throat Spray for fast-acting relief of your sore throat pain. Whether you just smoked a carton of new parts or had a long night out at Harris, Chloroseptic will get you back in the game. Welcome to the podcast. We are live. We have Mandy, the Swaggerette champion of last week. Hell yeah. And we have Vance. <laughs> I didn't win shit. <laughs> 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 no, you didn't. You know, sometimes you, you gotta reward last place. This is not a fucking reward. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be reward for us for sure. <laughs> Absolutely, a reward. very rewarding. Every single one of these punishments suck. Yeah. Do you have to do the calendar? It's possible. That's a p- that's a possibility. Depends on who. I'm a. I think we should do a poll. Who wants to see my penis the most? <laughs> <laughs> if it goes over fifty percent, I think it's worth it. <laughs> you well, got my vote. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna God set that uh, poll up in the swagger groups. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. After this, all right. All right. So we got a little pre-Thanksgiving podcast for you guys. Everybody enjoys Thanksgiving, right, Nick? I love Thanksgiving. That's why I got love handles. We could tell. Nick's wearing a Sitka T-shirt today. Medium, extra medium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's straight medium. <laughs> so Nick, when you wake up Thanksgiving morning, you eat breakfast? No, hell no. You just like Rookie. starve yourself. Oh yeah, straight starve yourself to eat. I haven't eaten since last Saturday. So you like pre-game ready for that big. Last thing I ate fried turkey was. Don't say it. Don't say it, Nick. Seventeen <laughs> glasses of Crown Roll at Harrah's with Vance. <laughs> Thought you were going somewhere. You gonna have a day. fried turkey tomorrow? Uh yeah, actually, this is a good story. Courtney found a Popeyes fried turkey. Yo. Oh shit. Yeah, it's about to go down. What? Just imagine a Popeye's turkey spicy sandwich. sandwich. It's coming. I'm going to need a whole roof of bread for that thing. Get you a big old loaf of evangelist bread, just two big loaves, and just smash that, it on top. That, that Let's go bread. around the room real bunny quick. Bread. Favorite dish at Thanksgiving. Go, Mandy. Oh, that's difficult for me because I don't eat meat, so. Sure. I know. Hold up, I guess. <laughs> Hold up. Wait. Wait a minute. Have you never eaten a Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich? I never have, actually. That's unfortunate. I know. I, um, you know you probably would have made the playoffs if you eat Popeye's chicken Why did we invite this sandwich. bitch? I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really long story, but I went vegan about eight months ago. Sorry to hear that. And mm. You feel better? Popeye's chicken sandwich come out? Everybody that goes vegan tells me they feel better. They're I just used, depressed I used to have and like shit. Really, really, really no. I used to have severe migraines, and I stopped eating meat and anything from an animal, and I haven't had a migraine since. So there you I'm go. not going back. Okay, well, 
Should have went to you last. What's Sorry. your favorite dish, Dane? <laughs> so I'm so the, I'm enjoy the, that green bean casserole tomorrow. I'm the polar <laughs> opposite. The I'm uh, like carnivore, you know, to the fullest. So it's, it's the turkey, man. He likes meats in his mouth. I'm, yes. Yes, he does. I'm thinking about going with just meat-based diet. Yeah. How about you, Vance? I love that cranberry raw sauce. <laughs> <laughs> cranberry sauce is good. You can't you can't make homemade cranberry sauce. It's gotta Dang. come out the can. I don't even know what the fuck cranberry sauce is. <laughs> like when it comes out the can, that's that's not. It's natural. like Jello, but they, it's so good. They take a whole bunch of cranberries and they sauce them, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Sarah? I'm gonna go with the mac and cheese. Right. You make that shit every day. Right, but you, you, when you have the turkey on the side of it. And the green, I mean, it's like what makes everything come together. I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rice, raw, raw, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rice, raw, raw, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken. That's my shit right there. That's my favorite thing about Thanksgiving. All right, next up we have the swaggerette of the week. It's now time for the segment we've all been waiting for. It's the Swaggerette Guess of the Week. We have Mandy Woo! in the studio. Spelled M-A-N-D-E-E. Mandy. Okay, so I wanted my fantasy name to be Mandy's Nuts. But, Whoa, you know, I was name. like, I feel like that I would have been coming best. in way too hot my first year. So no, second year, <laughs> I instead of Mandy's nuts, you went with Saks in the city. So I kind of see a thing going here. <laughs> <laughs> Mandy's nuts is a solid name. Mandy's Saks in the city. Yes. Well, next year you have my permission to go with Mandy's nuts. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So You're welcome. Great. All right. So we got some questions for Mandy. We'll let Nick go first. All right, Mandy, let's talk about your team a little bit. First of all, congratulations on MVP this past week. Big time. Thank you. She scored over 200 points, and she was the only girl, I believe, to score over 200 points. Your team consists of Nick Foles, mm. Mark Ingram, Ty Gurley, Allen Robinson, Jarvis Landry, Devontae Adams, DJ Moore, Darren Waller, Dustin Tucker, and Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Not a bad team. Solid. Dustin Tucker. That's uh, Justin's brother. He's Mexican. He can kick soccer balls really hard. <laughs> also, T.T. Tucker's cousin. Speaking of Jarvis Landry, mm-hmm. yeah. word on the street, we got a story to tell about Jarvis. Uh, I mean, I guess so. When I was in college, he asked me out on a date. I was in Baton Rouge one summer, and we'd always go out like in Baton Rouge. And uh, he walked up to me one night and was talking to me and, you know, Shot some lines at me and got my phone number and I talked to him, you know, like conversated with him for a little while. Um, but I thought it was like really sketchy for like a 22 year old girl to go to Baton Rouge to meet up with a guy I didn't know. So I never did. But um, we stayed in contact for a little while and then football season started and never heard from him again. So there you go. That's why and I drafted now him. Now she's married to <laughs> Dulac Smack. <laughs> Dulac Smack can catch a ball way better than Jarvis Landry. <laughs> Probably so. That's a cool story. I mean, I know Jarvis Landry pretty well, and I know Dulac Smack pretty well. I think you made the right decision. That's right. I would agree with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm joking. You'd, I'm be, joking. you'd be in Cleveland right now. That'd be terrible. I'm joking. Great, great weather. Ugh. Yeah. Now that LeBron's gone, Awful absolutely terrible. <laughs> terrible. You'd have to hang out with Odell and people from France <laughs> with white powder all over the sheets. You know. Funny thing is, 
Jarvis did the same thing to me. <laughs> <laughs> you and Jarvis hit it off pretty good, man? Pretty good, yeah. He was actually pretty cool, real down-to-earth dude. He was nice. Cool. All right, Thane, what you got? So my question was, at what age um, or what grade do you think would be an appropriate grade in the public school system to introduce a fantasy football class? <laughs> <laughs> and would you teach it? Like introducing fantasy football to them? No, like like an elective. Like you can instead of like PE, you can do. Like oh, I freaking wish that was a class. My kids and I actually, I teach at Saint Bernadette. I teach third grade, and my kids talk about my lineup every single week. Um, they were really mad at me when I didn't uh, draft Travis Kelsey, but that's mm. a story for a different day. Hey, let me interject real quick. If you did teach that class. Uh, it'd be like basket weaving. Most people would get A's except for Vance. Vance would fucking fail that thing. I to ask a question. What is MVP? <laughs> what is this? What is this we talk of? No, I mean, I think it'd be awesome. I think it's a good way to get the kids involved. And I feel like I have good relationships with my kids, especially the boys in my class, because I play fantasy football. There you go. Swagger Jr. might be branching out. St. Bernadette. That's it. Expansion. Home expansion. Go ahead, LaSalle. Look forward next in your, uh, in your next public school curriculum. Yeah. <laughs> Fantasy football. All right, next up is my question. <sighs> so, you're a dancer, right? I am. That summer you spent... My wife's behind me. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me anything. <laughs> we got an audience here. <laughs> Proceed carefully. <laughs> so, that summer you spent in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. Bitch, my family's here. <laughs> um, <laughs> you met Jarvis Landry at a bar, right? I did, yes. Were you doing any dancing at that bar? Was it off of Bennington, by any <laughs> chance? <laughs> you don't have to answer that question. <laughs> I've actually only been in a strip club one time, and I got kicked out, so. <laughs> that sounds like a great time for another story. <laughs> Let's hear it. Um, I think Thane just has another story like that. So I went to a strip club one time, and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I've never been in a strip club. And I was like, fucking right, I'm in a strip club. And I was Titties. going to take a selfie with one of my friends. And the bouncer was like, you can't take pictures in here. You got to go. So it's not really that good of a story. I just got kicked got out. No, that was an excellent pictures. story. Because I was taking a selfie in a strip club. Side, side question. You ever been to Harris and almost got kicked out? No. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Moving right, on. My question. I know this is your first year in Swaggerette. I hope you're enjoying it. Is this the first time you have ever played fantasy football? And if not, how long have you been playing? This is actually the first time I've ever played fantasy football. I've always <laughs> really liked football. I've always she didn't make the playoffs. Man, She's better she than me. I was about to say, I have a point. losing record, so I'm not that much better. Um, no, no, no you're better. No, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like you're way better. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, no, this is the first time I've ever played fantasy football. Brandon's been trying to get me to play just because I've always really enjoyed football, and he thought I'd do well, but... Uh, I think I'm going to have a better shot next year. I've learned a lot. Are you cool. having a good time? Absolutely. Not, not well, that's what matters. Boyfriends in the draft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bonus question. Hey, he got me like 38 points last week or he did. something like that. He won so that. Stop. <laughs> bonus question. If, as many words as you want, please <coughs> tell me what you think about Charles Lichtenstein, a.k.a. Too Much Sauce. Oh, God. Um. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> First word comes to mind. <laughs> I did not say that, Charles. Um. Chuck and I have a very interesting relationship. We have a love-hate relationship. Like you and Jarvis? No, <laughs> not at all. Um, Chuck loves me. I hate him, so it balances out. Well, I, I kind of have the same relationship with Charles. 
So if I could describe Chucky, I would say he went from the Chuck who gave no fuck to the Chuck who gives way too many fucks <laughs> about the weirdest things. So you can tell he doesn't like fantasy football because he hasn't figured out like a math algorithm for him to win. That's right. So that's right. Love it's you, causing, Zilla. It's, it's causing him to lo- lose a lot of weight, too. Oh, I don't know about that. Anyway, all right. Anything else for Mandy before we move on? I'm good. Congratulations, Mandy, on winning the MVP. I'm glad you're enjoying the league, and thank you for coming and spend some time with us and all this nonsense we got going on today. <laughs> some time with us. Yeah, I mean, I got to be honest with you. When I first heard that y'all did podcast, I thought it was just like another way for you to be able to hear yourself talk, but... Well, no, that is exactly, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah. This is actually pretty cool. <laughs> this is for me to flaunt my ego even more. Yeah. So, all right. I hope it helps. You were just uh, receding headlines. <laughs> you got to remember that full hog gone real Take your head today. off. Take your head off, bitch. <laughs> All right, full hog, take us on to the Swagger News. Swagger News. Cue the music. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Here's some other great town names. Latitz. It's Linitz. Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out Deli Cat Essen. If you'll remember, last year he was dealing with a bulging dick, disc issue rather in his lower back. It's now time for the Swagger News Update. Brought to you by Commissioner Nicholas Lichtenstein. Welcome to Swagger News for Week 12. We're going to start off in Swaglock this week. The MVP this week in Swaglock was the Perks. This week, the LVP was the DeLons. What you got to say for Ooh. yourself? Um, well, I sent y'all in a group message. I'm ready to just throw that team in a, in a canal behind Ashland Jail next to old sofa and a fucking accordion or something. I don't know. They so, so is he going to gonna come out? The Swaglock, are they going to have a calendar too? I hope not, because we in last place. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to see it. The perks, the perks went from LVP last week to MVP this week. So congratulations, Stephanie and Brian. The Jose Trosclairs indeed jumped the DeLons for the last playoff spot. So the DeLons are officially out of the playoffs right now for this week. And there's two weeks remaining for y'all to get y'all shit together and get back in there. Yeah. Statistically and mathematically wise, the Lichsteins and Sawas are still in this thing in order to get into the playoffs, but it ain't looking good. You're going to need Jared LaSera and Nate Knockin to grow six inches more. If, better chance of ha- having it. So, Anyway, yeah, moving on. Swagger franchise. MVP this week was Matt Berry approved. He kicked my ass. LVP was the big timers. He put up the second lowest score of the season this week. Did you easy? Chipper was, happened to be the third highest score of the season. So we had, some, we had a really high and a really low this week. With the MVP, Chipper jumps three spots in the power rankings and into the playoffs, knocking Chop It Like It's Hot out of the playoffs. Yours truly. There's two weeks remaining to playoffs in this league. Let's talk about Swagger Jr. The MVP last week was Skull Troopers. you ain't even going to say that I'm in the lead in the league? No, motherfucker. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I'm tired of talking about you. Swagger speaking Jr. Of, speaking of you, your offspring, Skull Troopers, was the MVP in Swagger Jr. last <laughs> week. These are the teams that have officially clinched playoff spots. Devon Miliband, that's a Jaro kid. I don't know which one. Lil Nick Ross, the boss, and Easy Dove, Trey Henninger. The Drew Brees division will come down to the last week. That includes one of those email kids, uh, Vance. So let's move on to Swaggerette. The MVP this last week was Saxon in the City, a.k.a. Mandy's Nuts. 
<laughs> Our LVP was pigskins and pom poms. Last week's podcast guest and MVP, if y'all remember. So she went from being on the podcast last week to being LVP this First week. Disney World got the best. So Madden curse took the money. Ma- maybe we got point. the swag cast curse. So no, if you come, that's not gonna happen to me. <laughs> so if you're LVP this week coming, oh, <laughs> it ain't my fault. Everything's your fault. Pigskins and pom poms had the fourth lowest score of the season this past week. Let's talk about Jin Sawa. Jin Sawa, I have no balls to deflate, took the division lead back over from Swag on the Play. So in the last three weeks, it's flip-flopped three times in the Michael Thomas division. All spots have been locked up except for two in the Gold Conference. A legal use of hands still has a shot, but she needs some stuff to happen. She needs to win and have Trophy Wife and or Spunk Funk Monk to lose. And if they do lose, she needs to outscore Trophy Wife by 82.85 points or outscore Spunk Funk Monk by 139.9 points. So That's tough. Good luck with that. I think you have a better chance of Jared Lassera and Nate knocking and hitting six foot this week. <laughs> the following teams have clinched. Rolling with my homies. She's the only division winner so far. Pigskins and pom-poms. I have no balls to deflate. Swag on the play. Uncle Steffi. And wine, on, wine and grind. Excuse me. Who is here with us watching in the crowd today? We got a pretty good division. Just saying. Yeah, I do. Unfortunately for you. I know. It <laughs> sucks. We're the highest scoring division every single week. Well, you should have you should have got drafted into the other division, is all I can tell you. <laughs> Work harder next time. <laughs> Moving on to Swagger. Swagger MVP this week was Lilik My Balls. He missed the playoffs. Unbelievable. Missed the playoffs. From last year to this year. Scored 221 points. Missed the playoffs. It was close, but missed the playoffs. LVP, Bourgeois Meat, had the fourth lowest score this season. Made the playoffs. Damn. And got fined. And got fined for starting a bye week kicker. (laughs) What? When I called him, I said, Bo, what are you doing, dude? I said, you you left the kicker in there that was on bye. He goes, Nick. Kickers aren't real players. <gasps> I said, well, you really owe me $20. <laughs> so, Bo Bourgeois, who made the playoffs, had two of the lowest five scores of the season. And still made the playoffs. And made the playoffs. But he's also had one of the top five scores of the season. Yeah, I remember that. So, he is hot and cold. It's so a good day of boudin burritos and that's right. cheese. That's right. That's right. Ate all that jerky. Yes, you did. Remember, I tried to eat a whole piece without chewing, and I started choking. You had to finish reading all the uh, survey results. Yep. It was a good day. <laughs> week 13. This week is the start of the playoffs and the I Suck Bowl. The following people have won 125 bucks. Coke 45, Can't Touch This, Douglas Fontaine, Can of Red Bull, Show Me the TDs, Ginger Snaps, Greenbrier Curse, and yep. Usual Suspects. Congratulations, guys, on winning your money back, or almost. Uh, remember, <laughs> remember each round of the swagger playoffs you win is $50. So if you win this week, you would just win yourself another $50. If you win this week in the I suck bowl, you don't win shit. <laughs> you just move on. And the winners of the I suck bowl to remind everybody, if you win, you get 150 bucks. If you lose, you get 50 bucks. When I say lose, you come in second. And that's a lot of losing in the <laughs> I suck bowl. Yeah. So let's talk about that for a second. Play, playoffs and I suck bowl reseed each week with the high seed playing the lowest and so on, just like the NFL playoffs. So this week, Jared Lasser, no, who's the high seed? Who's the number one seed? I yeah. play week Jared Lasser. 
So if you win this week, and let's say that number two seed loses, let me pull it up real quick while I got it Who's handy. Two seed? That would be me. <laughs> let's say Greenbrier Curse loses the fuck you chipper. Douglas Man, Fontaine. That would be unbelievable. And that, that shit happened. is never going to happen. Douglas Fontaine would play fuck you chipper next week because he is the lowest remaining seed against the highest remaining seed. So just like the NFL playoffs. So don't be, don't be surprised whenever the thing shuffles next week. That being said, I Suck Bowl does the same thing. Based upon your power rankings, you were seeded 1 through 24. Next week, same thing happens as in the playoffs. You will be reseeded highest seed versus lowest seed remaining. So, with that being said, the last week of the ISAC Bowl, three teams will face off in a round robin decided by points. So, after everything's said and done in week 16, there will be three teams remaining because of the numbers. And you guys will go head up to win that $200 purse. So, High points doesn't end until week 16. Currently, the high points pot is at 696 bucks. It's just going to continue to grow as people pick up free agents for playoffs and so on. Remember, free agents are open to everyone. There's still $200 for you to win if you didn't make the playoffs. So keep that in mind. I encourage you to go out and get more free agents and spend more money. I, Dylan Claymore, I don't get any of that money. So I like how you keep throwing that <laughs> shit out in group message. But... Uh, unless I win something, I don't get none of that shit. So, for example, Micah. Let's talk about Micah for a second. Micah has the fourth highest points. Did not make the playoffs, but he's has the fourth highest points. So I would start my best lineup, Micah, and hopefully you can push to try to win some money in that uh, that high points race. So, with all that being said, the last place race is done. And today wow. we have the last place finishers. Wow. None other. Then Firecracker, a.k.a. Vance Email. What do you have to say with your ugly ass? I hate all you racist bastards. <laughs> we had, what's funny is we had a cracker and a Mexican finish second to last and last. But unfortunately, the, the poor-ass cracker lost. So, Vance, any idea what you're going to pick as your uh, punishment? You know you have three choices. Uh, yes, I've weighed them all. Um, no. <laughs> so you I haven't see. decided yet. All right, so donating is too easy, right? That's uh I love the way you do business. That's that that's I could do it. So don't don't fucking play no games <laughs> with me, son. <laughs> so running the race. The Nick and Courtney Lichtenstein charities. It's pretty stupid too because uh running sucks. Yeah, it does. Unless your name is Chucky. Or Brandon Vice. Or Brandon Vice. Or Jarvis Landry. And then a calendar <laughs> is pretty fucking dumb too. Now, I'll tell you a story. So Nick has been trying to find a way to look at my dick for a better part of two decades. Cut it. This is the, the least homosexual way he can do it. Uh, here's a little disclaimer. I'm not going to see your dick. I might see the outline of it, but I'm not going to look directly at it like it's Medusa. So uh, When he's got his knee kicked up on your boat in the shed oh, and his balls Looking are hanging at my tank. All I'm worried about is if you scrub that motor real good because that bitch dirty. I'm going to rub it with my dick. <laughs> Make sure but you I, get some essential I'm gonna oils. I'm going to drag my nuts along the side of your carburetor. <laughs> Make sure you get some essential oils. Sham wow. Peppermint for the taint. <laughs> get it real good. It's fuel injected. Okay, there is no carburetor. <laughs> oh, this calendar is going to be wonderful. Oh, it can. I think I just spit on my microphone. So I've been told I have a few more weeks to decide. So I'm going to uh, either I'm going to start working out <laughs> or I'm going to quit working out. Start and, uh, running. 
I'll start running, yeah. So uh, He will make his final announcement on what he has decided at the award ceremony, date to be decided. So I know everybody's looking forward to that. And you're right. I agree with you 100%. Donating to a charity is just stupid. I hate charities. So you should not do it. <laughs> charities, <laughs> charities are so dumb. <laughs> I hate charities. Oh, my goodness. Didn't we have Goodwill lined up as a potential corporate sponsor, man? We fucking this all up. <laughs> I'm sorry sorry about that, Goodwill. <laughs> I love the kids. It's always interesting when we have a guest on. You never know what you're going to get, Vance. That was incredible. Uh, next uh, up. Thanks. I'm just like chopped liver over here. I speak from the heart. I mean. <laughs> fuck you too, dude. <laughs> she got you, dog. Uh, no he got his really stupid ass you. look with them stupid ass sideburns. <laughs> Moving, he said I wore a hat today. <laughs> I see that. With your sideburns still peeking out. <laughs> All right. Swagger versus Swaggerette. Let me take it over from here while you go over there and cry on the towel. <laughs> this week, number one, Lick, 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 Lick My Balls. Lick, Lick My Balls. Played Saxon in the City, Mandy Vice. Final score, 212.95 for Lick, Lick My Balls. Two. 214.7 for Mandy Vice. She Fuck beat. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. She beat Lilik my balls this week to give a point to the Swaggerettes. Hell so, yeah. All right. Second place game, the ball throw, Lucas Tabor versus I have no balls to deflate. We got a lot of balls going on in this one. It was close, but the ball throw took this one 207.5 to 189 over Jin Sawa. Point for Swagger. Third place game, Nick Ross, the boss. Nick Lichtenstein versus Back That Pass Up, Renita Dupre. Nick scored 203.75 versus Renita's 194. Another point for Swagger. Ding. Boo. Ding. That means that Swagger boo? year to date is 14 and 4 versus Swaggerette. This week we I went 2 and 1. I just want to say I was two of those. Thank you very much. Were you really? I was. It's you asserting week. your dominance just like That's Jarvis it. does on the field. <laughs> Hell yeah. I was last week second place. Thank you very much. Lot Hell of yeah. Right Hell yeah. <laughs> Might be out of the playoffs, but I got something, y'all. There you go. All right, next up, what we got wrong? Very rarely do our hosts or guests say anything incorrect or inconsistent with the truth. But when it does happen, we are obligated to bring it to the listener's attention. Next up. What we got wrong. Okay, what we got wrong last week, Nick and Jared were discussing Travis and the moves that he made. Nick thought his first moves came in week six. So let's rewind a little bit. In week four, Travis traded Delaney Walker and Sterling Shepard for Stefan Diggs and George Kittle to BS Asylum Brian Perk. I mean, for fuck's sake, I was two weeks off in a fucking 13-week. Hold on, wait. The next week, week five, he traded with Brian again. Juju and Carrion Johnson for Mark Ingram and Debo Samuel. That's a a good-ass trade, huh? At the time. Yeah. Well, yeah, it ended up really good for him. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. That just goes to show you, just because you suck doesn't mean you have to continue to suck, Vance Email. You could have right. done no, it shit. it definitely means you can suck forever. So, well, again, in week 11, he traded Mark Ingram for Chris Godwin uh, to Trep. And so he started out 0-6. He's ripped off seven straight wins. 
you know, and, and like we were saying last week, it all it all kind of started when he started making moves. For sure. Thane, can you narrate my life? I, I can try, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, want a, I want a documentary <laughs> narrated by Thane. Okay, also, Nasty Nines Dimes. Oh. Y'all might have mm. made a little money on Saturday. Y'all ain't made shit on Sunday. <laughs> if y'all were Maybe that's why I didn't show up today. Nasty Nines Dimes. He laid the three points on the Packers against the 49ers. The Packers lost by 29 points. Yeah, that was rough. He also did not respect that two-game win streak the Jets had coming into the game against the Raiders. He confidently advised the betting public to take the Raiders minus three. Well, the Raiders only ended up scoring three points in the game, and that wasn't enough. The Jets won 34-3. to three. Mm. Mm. And that was no what we got wrong. Hey, not too much that wrong last week, huh? Well, we had the locks. Well, speaking of locks, cue the music. locks. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Swagger Podcast Locks of the Week. All right, how did we do with our locks last week? So on the locks of the week, I said that Dallas Godair will score 28 fantasy points. He was 20 points short of that. He had seven (laughs) catches for 32 yards, and he lost a fumble, so he had 8.2. Nailed it. Mm, yeah, not really. Nick, Nick's lock was that he's going to take the 49ers. He doesn't care what Vegas says. He's going to give an extra point. He said the 49ers are going to win by four, at least four. four I should have said four T. Yeah, well, you'd have got that wrong, <laughs> but they won by 29. <laughs> nice. So I was pretty confident in 49ers. I don't know. Are they, Thane, are they for Ding. real? They're for real. Yeah. Oh, shit. We got a breakthrough on Swagger Podcast today. Oh, shit. Breaking news. They're for real, man. I I watched it. I I said it last week. I didn't think that they were going to win. I really didn't think they were going to win. The way they just annihilated Aaron Rodgers was was unbelievable. It was terrible. I had Devontae Adams. Yeah. Listen, if if they weren't playing in Baltimore this week, I'm I'm taking 49ers. Yeah, I think Baltimore should should handle them this week. I think it's setting up kind of nice, though, for them. I got it a field goal game, but it's in Baltimore. If it was in San Francisco, I'm taking the Niners. Tough place to play, yeah. That's going to be a good game. It will. Uh, In the last lock of the week, Jared said that Christian McCaffrey will have 180 yards and two touchdowns against the Saints. Dick. He, He ended up with 69 receiving yards and a touchdown, along with 64 rushing yards and a touchdown. That's good for a total of 133 yards and two touchdowns. That's pretty damn close. I'll give I mean, it to it, him. Yeah. Even though he's a faggot, I'll give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was going to come. It's hard to stop him. Yeah. I mean, think about it. But what do we always say about the Saints, though, not allowing the 100-yard rush? Right. Like, again, Christian McCaffrey. Right. He, he can't get to the 100-yard mark rushing, you know. But Did it he receiving. got it done. Yeah. He got Make it done. Make some ball. So, I didn't give Jared credit for that, though. In the record, so we're five and seven on our locks. Five. That's my record. See, I don't suck that bad. There you go. (laughs) How many? Uh, what's my record? I gotta be three and one. I know. The only one I lost so far is because Vance lost, so I blame Vance. I lost ten times. (laughs) (laughs) Pick a week. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What's next? Bound to win at some point. All right. So next we're gonna do locks. Nick, what you got? My lock of the week. This week, 
let's roll back to 2018. I made a bounty. I put a bounty out on Roland Gobert's head, and I said, anybody that beat Roland Gobert in the playoffs, I will take you to Cristiano's and feed you. <laughs> well, it just so happened that week, the big timers took down the champ. 16 seed took down a number one seed. Any foreshadowing there, uh, Fontaine? I, I, see, I see it coming, but I don't want anybody eating oysters <laughs> on me, on the count of me. So, uh, that look, it all feels bad now. We ain't going to Cristiano's. <laughs> I'll get you Popeye's a Popeye's chicken sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> right for by sure. the office, so for you sure. ain't got to drive. I'll get you a Popeye sandwich if you beat uh, Fontaine this year. I'll put that on record. But that's not my lock. My lock this week is the reason I bring up the story about the big timers beating Roland last year is because my lock this week is bringing the wood will beat Roland this year in the first round. So that'll be two Ooh. years in a row that Roland will lose in the first round of the playoffs. So, again, to recap, show me the TDs will go down to bringing the wood this week. You know, Roland was the was the talk of the uh, first podcast. Remember, big big draft, top of the yeah. Top also of the food said chain. top of the food chain. Also said slap a whole tribe, and uh, John said God's plan. And neither one of them made the playoffs. So yeah, you're right about that. Right Who's next? That. All right, for my lock, <clears throat> the Miami Dolphins are nine point home dogs to the Philadelphia Eagles this week, but they they will figure out a way with the Fitz magic to make it happen. They're gonna pull off the upset. And win outright. Nice. That's ballsy. Philly is in shambles, I'll give you that. They're They're falling apart. Everybody's talking about firing Carson Wentz with all that money, but, man, Dolphins are really terrible. What you got, LaSare? My lock is going to be a Thanksgiving Day special. Been going against the Saints, right? Right? You have. I'm going to say. Well, you picked them last week. I I did pick them to win, right? The late field goal? I'm punching in the dick if you pick against them. (laughs) No, I'm going to say Kamara's going to have a hell of a game. I'm gonna say Kamara's gonna—he's gonna blow up 132 touchdowns. I've been waiting oh, for that game. Shit. What's gonna happen yeah. against Atlanta? They got—they got to look. They hit him in their feelings he when they came to the dome. He hasn't played well against Atlanta ever. He has been playing well at all against everybody except for maybe one week. He's been sucking. Well, except for the last drive. You heard it here first. <laughs> I'm hoping it happens. 130 yards, two nice. touchdowns. A man says, "I hope you're right, and I hope the Saints blow them bitches out." But that's for another segment. Speaking of that segment, let's go. Hakeem drops the ball! Oh. Hakeem drops the ball! Brian Mill might have fallen on it at the 10-yard line! Snap, placement, kicked by Hartley, and it is... It's good! It's good! It's good! Pigs have flown! Hell is frozen over! The Saints are on their way to the Super Bowl! And now, it's time for Saints in 60 Seconds. Your New Orleans Saints won a wildly entertaining game on Sunday afternoon against their division rivals, the Carolina Panthers. Tied at 31-31 with a minute and 56 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Drew Brees engineered his 53rd game-winning drive of his career. The drive started from his own 20-yard line and set up a Will Lutz walk-off game winner. The Saints were penalized 12 times for 123 yards in the game and have now been flagged 33 times in their previous three games combined. The Saints are now the eighth most penalized team in the NFL with 86 
26 and are dead last in the NFL in opponent penalties with only 60. Michael Thomas continued his blistering pace for the NFL single season reception record by hauling in another 10 catches for 101 yards and a touchdown. He is currently on track for a 151 catch, 1800 yard season. The Saints will now look to improve on their 9-2 record and become the NFC South champs for the third year in a row. To do so, they will need to get some revenge against their arch nemesis, the Atlanta Falcons, and roast those dirty birds on Thanksgiving night. Hell yeah. All right, y'all, how about them Saints? Had Who everybody that? on edge in the group, me. Everybody <laughs> mad as could be about the penalties and all those other oh matters. Oh, my God. I- I'm about to mute that damn group during Saints games. Gets, I can't take y'all. Rough. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm actually attending a game in person again, I'm not – I'm not going to look at my phone because it's too much. I don't know how y'all do it in the dome. Yeah, I don't know how you pull I guess you had a question about, hey, is that a fumble? Yeah, want was somebody, that pass interference? Y'all want somebody that was actually there to answer the question? Yeah, let us know how it was, okay, Nick. How was the, the atmosphere? Let me speak. How All right, Courtney, would you like to speak? <laughs> I, would, I would like to ask Vance, but I don't think Vance remembered anything from the game. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> the game was... Christian McCaffrey caught 400 passes, which I believe is the record. <laughs> <laughs> Almost ran down the field and... Choke slam Dennis Allen for not spying him. But regardless, listen, I talk in a group message for penalties and reviews and stuff like that. You guys can see a lot better than we can. Yeah. So that's why first thing I do is say, hey, what it, what was it? Oh, no, I get it. But uh, I needed something to take my mind off of that game because I was seriously about to go nuts. I said if we lose that pass interference uh, penalty or challenge, I was setting my section on fire, and good thing I didn't have matches in the gas can because I'd have blew that bitch up. I got up I and knew walked it was out coming. my living room. I knew I just, it was coming. I walked out. I, I couldn't believe it. And, it again, look, I'm not one to, to bitch about the referees. Yes, they altered a season last year, but on a regular game basis, you're never going to see me saying, oh, it's the rest fault we lost, blah, 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 blah. But, I mean, come the fuck on. Yeah. Like, until you're not that guy that's always complaining about the refs. Like, you you know being in a dome and you, every time something in a ref, right. like every call, regardless of what it is, you can't see shit in the dome, right? And then they get so mad. And I, I get it. It's the home crowd. You get mad at the refs. They're not changing shit. No. And look how stupid you look out there getting mad about <laughs> it. That's just well, my opinion. The, the, the thing with the penalties for me is, like, the Saints are, have all these self-inflicted infractions, the pre-snap penalties, like at home. How the fuck can you get a false start on offense at home? Right, and they're you know, doing it like, to themselves. And they're doing it over and over again, illegal uh, shifts and formations. It's like, dude, like they, they're not going to fucking be good teams doing that shit. So that's the objective cause, and I agree with you 100%. That's on us. Like yeah. That can't happen. But the subjective calls, the holding, the pass interference with Jerry hands Cook down the, the middle, yeah. hands to the face. No, that they penalty. started practicing hands to the face on their yeah. bye week. Yeah. That's retarded. Yes. You, can get, uh, you can get your boy Greg Williams back to work on that. So the, the, <laughs> I'll go ahead, Nick. But I was going to say, whenever that play with Cook down the middle, I mean, that's a game-altering yeah. play. Because yeah. from that point on, everything changed. Everything changed. We had all the momentum. We were driving down the field to score another touchdown. That happens. A couple of plays later, Cam Jordan loses his damn uh, mind. I would argue that that was the – to me, that was the play that shifted it, man, because mm-hmm. he's got to know better than that. I don't care what he said about he's sorry and he didn't mean it. Like, man, fuck. You're a professional. You wanted the best at what you do in the NFL, and you just can't do that shit. It was 17-9. to 9. If we get the ball back like we're supposed to there, they go down and fucking score. It's 24-9. to 9. It's a totally different game the rest of the way. I give him a pass because you know? it's out of character, right? Ugh. It's not something he would normally do. He doesn't usually. Yeah, he's it, usually the one peeling, pulling people off of the fights and stuff like that. So I give him a pass for it, but it was dumb. Yeah. yeah. So how about scores this week? 
27-23 for the good guys. 27-23. How about Vance? What you got? 73. <laughs> All right. Seriously? Uh, I'm going to go with um, could be a 31-17-ish game. How about uh, you, man? Yeah, good. Yeah, 17. How about you, Mandy? Uh, I'm going to go with 35-13 Saints. How about you, Ashley? 21-14. Who's that dude? <laughs> Somebody had too many drinks at Harris. Excuse me, sir. Can you repeat yourself? 21-14. Hey. That's you that's talking like Patrick Mahomes with a frog in your throat now. <laughs> How about you, LaSare? I think the Saints are going to beat the shit out of Atlanta. I agree. Love it. I think they're going to go in there. It's going to be something like 38-10. Well, that's similar to what I think. I think the Saints are going to win 28 to 3. I was going to mm. say that. 28 to 3. It's it's time. It's it's it's, gotta it's fake. It's got to happen yeah. at some point. It's fake, not fake. I was fake. Say that, fake. It's fake. It's fake and the NFL is going to make it happen so that we yeah. Fake. <laughs> fake ta. What's next? All right, next up we're going to do the Lombardi <laughs> Trophy <laughs> raffle. It's getting intense in here today. All right, here we go. Since Lacerre didn't buy any chances, he's going to be the one recording my screen. Make sure it's all legit. That's all the numbers. All right. You see him right there? And now he's going to do the random number generator. Ready? Here we go. Three, two, one. 66 is the winner. Number 66 is Dr. Amy Ashton. Dr. Amy Ashton is the winner. Congratulations, Amy. Thank you, Doc. She delivered all three of mine as well. She's got six kids worth of Lombardi trophies in this bitch. Congratulations, Amy. Look, I appreciate everybody that participated with this. Uh, We we netted about 250 bucks. That'll pay for gumbo and rice and soft drinks for everybody at the uh, Swagger Award Ceremony to be announced on a date. So thank you. So, with that being said, let's move on to Swagger Questions. We got three questions this week. Ooh. I think you guys will enjoy them. First question. It's all serious questions this week. Mm. In terms of playoff seedings and such, what are your thoughts on having points have more pull than record? Like most points? So, the, the guy is saying, look, the tiebreaker would be – the the seating would be according to points, and then if there was a tie with points, which is likely unhappening, it would go to record. So basically, the whole season would be based off of points. How do I y'all mean, feel about that? I mean, fantasy football. I, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it, but it, you know, fantasy football is about putting up points, right? Less less about winning somebody. You know, that's that's fun for the week to week stuff, right? But in the end, it's about how many points you have been able to accumulate throughout the year. I always did like highest points winning one, two, and three, but I mean. I think my husband would agree with that. <laughs> Your husband would have not made the playoffs. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry, Brandon. <laughs> love you. He would love he's, it. He's 20th in points. So, But listen, I'm, I have the same train of thought as you. So everybody that's ever played in my leagues before it even expanded to 20 and 40 people knows that I think that points should be – points is one of the most – accurate ways of telling how good your fantasy team is. It's about putting up points. That's why we have such a high payment for points. Last year was close to $1,000. So we wanted to reward the people that have points. All that being said, if you based everything off of points, it would drastically change the league. For example, 
Weekend Warrior. He is 40th in points. But guess what? Yeah, he's playing. He's in his playoffs. 40th in points. he had good matchups. Right. 40th in points. Fuck you, Chipper. 37th in points. Unbelievable. He's in the playoffs. He's just a lucky motherfucker. Lilik Mabals. Number four in points. Not in the playoffs. Out of the playoffs. Yeah. That's crazy. So you drastically changing the playoffs the way they are. Again, I'm open to voting on it next year at the summer meetings, but I think you take a little bit of the camaraderie out of the league if you don't have the matchups and everything's based but, on but points. You could still do the matchups throughout the year. I mean, there's got to be a way of doing it. There's thousands of fantasy football. There's, there's one thing that I thought about was that um, instead of doing the Super Week, I know everybody loves it, oh, the way that we do it. It's just to do like a <laughs> like a Battle Royale week where you don't have an opponent in the top 20 point scores get a win, the, the bottom 20 guys get an L. Yeah. Well, I've seen it also similar to that where you play the, the league average. So right. everybody above the league average gets a win. Everybody below yeah. the league average gets a, a loss. So there's look, there's like you said, there's a thousand different ways. Remember the guillotine – League right. that I brought up, that's a, that's a, all based on points. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how the shits evolved from you know looking at a newspaper trying exactly. to figure out the scores from the box day scores. And, yeah. yeah, so look, I'm open to anything, but for me personally, I like the and way trust it's structured. Me, he's open to I anything. <laughs> I like the way it's structured now, and I, I think we reward the, I think we reward the high points pretty fairly with them receiving almost a hundred or thousand dollars. The person that I'm, it's all anonymous, but the person that missed the playoffs had high scoring and didn't make the playoffs. And if it was based on points, they would have made the playoffs just for, um, yeah, shits and giggles. Anyway, question number two. Look at your sheets I provided you. Go to the I Suck Bowl. And I want each one of you guys to predict the I Suck Bowl champion. Let's start with Thane. Well, considering been talking about him quite a bit the past few weeks in the group chats uh and he just beat the shit out of me i'm, I'm gonna have to go with micah i mean i know that's that's chalk right because he's the number one seed but man when when his team gets their shit together they they roll if they if they play good down the stretch i don't see anybody really being able to beat them how about you jared i mean i gotta go micah points he's putting up Micah. He's got to win four times yeah. and beat two people in the end. So I'm going to go with a wild card. I'm going to say that the winner – it's not you, Vance. I'm going to say that the winner <laughs> will be – let's go with Dulac Smack. Fuck yeah. I think Dulac Smack will get his shit together and finally get in that game. If so. he listens to me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Question number three. Who will win the Swagger playoffs? So now look at the other sheet. Well, I don't need to look at – don't need to look at that. that. I know who's going to win that. Easy. I'm gonna let uh, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Vance weigh you on this one, Vance. Since you're not in the Swagger playoffs, who do you think will win the Swagger playoffs? I can't go with Ginger Snaps, brother-in-law. The fact that he didn't know football players wore helmets until last year, <laughs> it really it really disturbs me. Um, Word on the street is he has an Andy Dalton poster in his bedroom. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> red rifle. He's in Ginger a bikini. Ninja. Man, I'm going uh, – I don't want to do this <laughs> on air, but I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Douglas Fontaine. Ooh. Okay. One vote, Douglas. How about you, Douglas? Is that two votes for Douglas? Two votes, Douglas. Zero votes, Nick Lichtenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Zero votes for your bangs. How about you, Thane? 
At least I got bangs. Seating hairlines in, bitch. Dad bod. I mean, obviously, I, I want to win. I think I have a, a very good team. You mean but you're not conceded like Douglas Fontaine? If I would actually side bet a champion on this, I think I would probably pick Ginger Snaps. Cody. He's putting up some points, man. Yeah. It's going to be tough to whoever's got to play against him. I'm glad you said that. I'm going with Cannon Red Bull. Chris got a team, too. Yeah, he does. Chris got a squad. Speaking of Cannon Red Bull, this week, guess what? Ellie beat Chris. Six and six for the year. Oh, Oh, man. So, to recap, Vance and Douglas Fontaine said Douglas Fontaine. Greenbrier Curry said Ginger Snaps. didn't pick himself. (laughs) (laughs) Way to be humble. Yeah. Right. Conceded much. And I picked Cannon Red Bull. So, there you have it, folks. That's the questions for this week. Before I ever ran a casino or got myself blown up, Ace Rothstein was a hell of a handicapper. I can tell you that. I was so good that whenever I bet, I could change the odds for every bookmaker in the country. I'm serious. I had it down so cold. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for Nasty Nate's Nasty Nine Dimes. It doesn't matter if you're wagering a unit or your 401k balance. Nasty Nate will give you the inside track. This segment is for entertainment purposes only. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this week's edition of Nasty Nine Dimes. Try to capitalize over last week's 3-2 and two performance, and we'll start off with the Thanksgiving Day football. We got Chicago... And Detroit, kicking off at 11.30 a.m. We're going to take the under 38 now, fellas. Shouldn't have much offense being scored. Second game of the day, Buffalo at Cowboys. That should be a doozy. I think it's going to be a close one. I think the six and a half's a lot. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to take Buffalo plus six and a half. Last game of the day, I think everybody's aware of it. Saints at Falcons. And boy, do we owe them. Thanksgiving Day, 28th day of the month. Third game of the day, you put that together. 28-3. Doesn't sound good for the Falcons. The Saints take this one, and it goes over 35-17. They also have a little college football game that night for a little extra bonus. Ole Miss at Mississippi State. We're going to go ahead and take the over 58 in that game. Now, over the weekend, I'm going to go ahead and give y'all Nasty Nines Dimes top picks Saturday and Sunday. we got two apiece. Saturday, we're going to take two dogs and two big divisional matchups. Got Auburn versus Alabama and Minnesota versus Wisconsin. We're going to go ahead. We're going to take Auburn at home plus four and a half. Next up, Minnesota and Wisconsin. Big game. Big hype. All these games have big college football playoff aspirations. We're going to go ahead and we're going to take Minnesota plus two and a half. They've been on a roll this year and they're going to keep it rolling. Over to the NFL Sunday. We're going to head over to the Cleveland Steelers game. I think Cleveland's the better team. Two-point spread. It's going to get a little dicey out there. Swinging helmets, beating up people. But Cleveland's finally looking like they're starting to mesh. Offense is rolling. Steelers don't have much. Coming out with a new quarterback again. We're going to take Cleveland minus two. The final game on Nasty Nines Dimes this week. We're going to go ahead and we're going to ride the wave and we're going to take the Jets minus three at the Bengals. Bengals don't want to win. They're looking for some Joe Burrow in their life. Jets are on a roll, scoring over 30 points a game in the last two, three games. I think they're going to keep it rolling with a big victory. 
Well, thanks for everybody for listening in to this week's Nasty Nine Dimes, and let's go ahead and beat them bookies down. All right, that's the end of our Swagger Podcast. Till next time. Peace. Fuck you, Chippo!